Hi, welcome back to the show. Today, we're going to keep going through Betty Edwards drawing on the right side of the brain. How the symbol system developed in childhood influences seeing, page 78. Now we're coming closer to the problem and its solution. First, what prevents a person from seeing things clearly enough to draw them? The left hemisphere has no patience with detailed, complicated, and paradoxical perception, and says, in effect, it's a cube, I tell you. That's enough to know. You don't need to look at it, because we know it's a square. Here, I have a symbol for that. Add a few details if you want, but don't bother me with this looking real business. And where do the symbols come from? From the years of childhood drawing, during which every person develops a set of symbols that becomes embedded in memory. The symbols are ready to be called out, just as you recalled them to draw your childhood landscape. The symbols are also ready to be called out when you draw a face. The efficient left brain says, oh yes, eyes. Here's a symbol for eyes, the one we've always used, a nose. Yes, here's the way we do it. Mouth, hair, eyelashes. There's a symbol for each. There are also symbols for birds, grass, rain, hands, trees, and so on. What is the solution to this dilemma? The most efficient solution is our main strategy. Present the brain with a task the left brain either can't or won't handle. You've already experienced this strategy slightly with the vases faces drawings and more strikingly with the upside down drawing. I'm going to pause right in the middle of what I'm talking about in this section and explain to you what she's talking about with vases and faces drawings and the upside down drawing. Um, some of you may have seen the vases faces just as maybe like a meme going around the internet or something that you saw in school when you were doing standardized testing. I remember seeing that. It's essentially a line drawing on a paper. It could either be the left and right edge of two vases that are sort of uh, dissected in the middle, like, and one is on the left side and one is on the right side. So it's two vases or um, faces. So depending on what part of the drawing you're seeing as negative space and how your brain is reading the symbols and just your associations too. So um, the upside down drawing, I believe what she's talking about there is another method that she talks about earlier in the book to try to bypass the left brain functions of drawing symbols for uh, going through a drawing. So she has, I believe it's a Stravinsky drawing or painting that you are to copy, but you only see the image you are to copy upside down. Um, and then you're doing a line drawing in however long amount of time she says and then when you are finished, you turn your paper around and it actually looks more accurately uh, to 
the Stravinsky painting or the drawing. Don't remember which. So um, that's just showing you perception versus symbolic drawing, which are both things she's using to try to shut the left side down, open up your right side of the brain so that you can record what you see better. You are beginning to know that while you are in that slightly different subjective state of mind, you slow down so that you can see more clearly. There is an unawareness of time in the sense of time passing. You do not attend to people talking. You may hear the sounds of speech, but you do not decode the sounds into meaningful words. If someone speaks directly to you, it seems as though it would take a great effort to cross back, think again in words, and answer. Furthermore, whatever you are doing seems immensely interesting. You are attentive and concentrated and feel at one with the thing you are concentrating on. You feel energized but calm, alert without anxiety. You feel self-confident and capable of doing the task at hand. Your thinking is not in words and your mind is locked on to the subject you are drawing. On leaving the R mode state, you feel not tired but refreshed. Our job now is to bring this state into clearer focus and under greater conscious control in order to take advantage of the right hemisphere's superior ability to draw and see. And if you're not understanding what I'm saying by L mode and R mode, that's referring to the left hemisphere of the brain and its functions of decoding and logic and understanding words, speaking in words, explaining things in words. And the R mode state would be the right hemisphere of the brain. And um, the right hemisphere of the brain is better at seeing something as a whole, seeing something how it's all relating together, pieces and parts, and relationships within them. And lots more that I'm not recalling at this instant. So, what are some of the ideas within this passage that you can take into your homeschool? Or to just think about on your own as maybe you are beginning to learn how to draw? What do you think about the symbols she talks about using? Can you remember a time way back, if you haven't drawn in a while, that you maybe as a child were drawing a landscape and what various symbols for things would be, such as birds or clouds in the sky or the... Seems like everyone used to draw a sun as this little pie slice in the corner with lines of rays coming at it to show that the sun was shining that day. And then maybe, what do you think about attempting to bypass left brain functions? I really liked the part where she was sort of narrating out the brain dialogue between the left and right brain. That was pretty clever. Made me chuckle. So, just neat that God made our brains so complex and that we're sort of only getting into or trying to understand parts of the way our brains work 
and how that can help us in our studies and understanding the world around us. So, this has been another excerpt of Drawing on the Right Side of the Brain, and I'm sure I'll have a new excerpt of that later to talk about, or perhaps we will try something else and try a different format. Perhaps eventually there'll be some music. Maybe there will be a little uh, theme we're going with for a while, and we'll see. These are this is um, my narrations through this process of rediscovering drawing and art teaching to my children, and hopefully one day the broader community and just everything fine arts related I guess since I have interests in many of those areas so just love to see what Mason's ideas have to say about things I've been interested in so thanks for joining me today hope you enjoyed our time and we'll see you again later